traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Dick Morris, uh, how are you, Dick? Welcome back. Welcome to your radio station. What's going on? You heard what I said right now. I really don't like the mail-in stuff. Can you just talk about that for a moment, then we'll talk about other stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, and uh, but as a good proposal in Nevada, that's even slower than in Arizona um, to count the ballots. And Nevada is one of the smallest states in the country. I think they should fire the election staff and hire the card counters from the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dick, I'll <laughs> do, do a much better job. You know, I love President Trump. I know you love President Trump, and your book, uh, it, the, 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 the Return, is still doing amazing on Amazon and elsewhere, and everybody should buy it. I want President Trump to run. Uh, however, I heard something disturbing this morning. Now, I talk to President Trump not as frequently as you do, but I do talk to him. And uh, somebody close to him told me that he's uh, not sure that this DeSantis thing has uh, rocked his world and he's thinking about not doing it. What are you hearing? No, that's totally absurd. Uh, He's fully committed to running. He's absolutely going to run. There is a good argument for his delaying until after uh, Walker's announcement because he doesn't want to detract from it. And the fundraising efforts of the party should go to Walker. But there was no consideration, too low for zero, as Elton John said, um, of his not running. Absolutely not. Well, I hope you're right, because quite frankly, this is coming from people. um, (laughs) This is coming from people. Now, granted, there's been so much fake news and so many rumors about Trump. And uh, he acknowledged himself that the results the other night were disappointing. He said it on Truth Social, disappointing. But then he had a positive spin on it. We're all disappointed. And, uh, well, I'm reassured if there's no chance, no chance. But let me ask you this. Bill O'Reilly was on the phone. I, where did I hear Bill? I do think that Trump needs to change a little bit. His game is uh, amazing, such talent. But even talent needs to be guided, needs to be coached. And there are a couple of things that I hope he changes uh, when he runs next time, if he does. And you tell us he will, and I like that. Do you think he's capable of change? Um, not much. Um, I think he's going to basically be who he is and what he is. And uh, his authenticity is inconvenient for advisors, consultants, and media types, but I think essential to his credibility with the voters. And um, I think he's, uh, I think he reflects what he thinks and he says what he thinks, and that's, that's who he is. But let's talk about the election, okay? Well, right one now, thing, I'm one thing on that, one thing before you get to the election, I do, we, that's why you're here. But I got to say one thing about what you just said, uh, the authenticity, of course, it's all amazing. We know he, we know who he is. And I'm not saying he should you know, pretend he's anybody else, but it, I know you like movies. And I'm, one of my favorite movies is uh, Rocky and Rocky Two. And when, when mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone, when Rocky comes back, he fights Apollo Creed, not Southpaw, but right-handed. And it totally messes Creed up, and nobody expected it, and it changed the game, and it changed the fight. And it's something that Trump may have to consider, at least watching the movie. All right. As to the election, take it away. What the hell happened? Well, first of all, we won. Wait a second. Bill, we don't hear you very well there, Dick. Hold on. Try again. 
Okay. We won. That's what the hell happened. Um, we won the House. It looks to me like we have uh, a um, two, 215 House members. Uh, you need uh, 225 House members. You need 218. Um, and uh, and I, when you combine last cycle and this cycle, we picked up 30 seats, which is quite an achievement given the gerrymandering that goes on. Um, I think that in the Senate, uh, I personally don't give a damn about the Senate. I think that no no legislation is going to be passed while Biden's president. He'll just veto anything. And we'll never be able to repeal his programs because he'll veto them. Uh, and he won't be able to pass anything because the House will stop it. So forget the legislative front. There is no Congress from that point of view. What's, what's important here is the ability to investigate and the gavel and the subpoena power. And that's as potent in the House as it, in one House as it is in two Houses. You don't need two gavels to hang over Hunter Biden's head. One of them is good enough. And uh, so I basically don't think the Senate is very significant. I think it's, it's much more a media event. In terms of the, uh, the race itself, both Laxalt is, uh, is behind and uh, moving – Laxalt is ahead and moving and dropping. Masters is behind and gaining. So uh, it's hard to tell where those lines cross, uh, particularly since because of the mail-in voting and all kinds of drop box and, and all that stuff. You really don't know with each tranche of new votes where they come from. Uh, but um, but basically, Masters is behind in gaining. Laxalt is ahead and dropping. And I have no idea. If we lose both of those, Georgia has no impact. Well, we I would love it. I would love it if you're – Georgia look, has no impact. I, and if we win one and lose one, uh, it all hinges on Georgia. All right. Now, right now, I'm looking right now. We only have 209 seats. I can't believe it's Thursday. I, I know. I'm told, okay, we're gonna, it's, it's, it's going to happen. No, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. But we are – look, there is, a, there is a flavor out there. People are disappointed. I mean, we wanted this tsunami, and I don't know who the hell per- first put it out there that there was going to be a, a wave, and I guess this is kind of a wave, but whatever. Um, can I ask you a little bit about the establishment Republicans, Mitch McConnell, uh, Mitt Romney? Uh, no, 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 no. Dick, give me a moment here. I want to know about the establishment Republicans. It looks to me like they they just did not serve us well. No, they nice us in the back, but – let me get to that in a sec. We have 220 House races. We've definitely won. That's two more than a majority. We have six more that we're leading in. So that would be 228, um, which is uh, – Well, do me a favor. Call up the CNN control room, and I know it's CNN, but they got a big number there. It says 209. We've only got 209 at this point. I just can't stand no, it. We have, we have 220 uh, – we have 228 – uh, just one second. No, so we have 220 where we've been declared the winner, and we have six more where we're ahead and likely to win. So that would be 226, which is eight more than you need for a majority. Let me talk about what you're saying. It isn't just that they sat on their hands. It's they knifed us in the back. McConnell took every prime, every time, every challenge the Democratic incumbent. Of what McConnell put up his candidate for that, and Trump put up his candidate, and Trump beat, beat him in all the primaries, every single one except for Georgia. 
governor. And and McConnell's policy then was to refuse to give any money to any of the Trump candidates and then to go around telling every big donor, give the money to me, and I'll decide how to spend it to get a Senate majority. And the fact is that he was worried that if Trump's people, uh, Walker, Vance, Bud, um, uh, Warner, uh, um, Masters, won, that, that they wouldn't vote for him, that they would vote for some other candidate for leader. And he was more concerned about keeping the title of leader than he was whether it's the majority leader or the minority. Oh, my gosh. What a bum. What a bum. Now, I hear that Josh Hawley, a Republican of Missouri, has already publicly stated that he's not going to vote for uh, McConnell. Um, Like, is his time up finally? I mean, with a guy like Hawley coming up and speaking out like that, what the hell does this guy bring to the table anymore? No, he's going to win re-elections as a majority leader. Uh, undeservedly so, because he helped make sure that enough people like Volzuck in New Hampshire um, or um, who might have voted against him uh, didn't win. So uh, it was a deliberate policy on his part of sabotaging candidates who he couldn't control. And then he went out as head of the Senate campaign committee and spent millions of dollars trying to reelect Lisa Murkowski even though her opponent was a Republican. So it had no effect on control of the Senate, just that the, her opponent wouldn't vote for McConnell, and, and, and Murkowski will. Um, you're not going to beat uh, McConnell. Uh, there are too many senators who depend on him, yeah. too, many, too many bumps on the log there who are sort of chemically inert. Well, that's the swamp um, for you, I guess. There's the swamp. All right, coming back to Donald Trump. How's he doing right now? What's he thinking? Uh, what, what? What? How is he? You there? Uh oh, we lost Dick. Anyway, I'm uh, sorry. No, uh, no, I'm back. I'm oh, back. good, good. What? You had another call. Uh, so, well, listen. Oh, uh, how's he no, taking I, all this? I, I, I see the statements on Truth Social. Uh, he's a, you know, he just went after DeSantis. I mean, really hard. He said, uh, DeSantis better not run. I know things about him. Maybe his wife doesn't even know. I mean, talk about that was pretty over the top, even for him. What the hell? What, well, what's he getting at there? Well, I think that Trump feels that he elected DeSantis, that when DeSantis was running for Senate, for governor in Florida, he was significantly behind his primary opponent, whose name escapes me. I think it was the attorney general. And uh, Trump endorsed DeSantis and pulled him from the middle of the pack and brought him up to getting his nomination. So he feels DeSantis is an ingrate, and he's personally angry about that. But there is no question in my mind that only Donald Trump can give us a victory in 24. And I'm, I will look at this from a perspective of running a campaign. And Trump is half incumbent and half challenger. As a challenger, he can say, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do the other thing. But as a half-incumbent, he can say, I did all of that stuff when I was there, and therefore he can trust it's going to happen again. Can I seal the border? I already did. Can I create job growth with no inflation? I did that, too. Can I reduce the crime rate in our cities? I did when I was there. Can I stand up to North Korea, Iran, China, and Russia? I did. And that combination of insurgents and incumbents is is almost unbeatable. 
All right. I love the way you put it. Half incumbent, half challenger, insurgent. Uh, Dick, the book still applies. The return. Get it wherever books are sold. Dick Morris, the legendary presidential advisor. Thanks, Dick, very much. I'll see you tonight. Okay, very good. Yes, Newsmax is getting there. Hey, real quick, Dick, when can people find you on the radio? I listen to the podcast version. If they want to listen live. I'm on every Sunday at noon. All right, every Sunday at noon. Great, great stuff. Dick Morris. Thank you, Dick, and we'll be right back. Bye-bye.